Yes, Mafia Monday. Mafia Monday. Let's go. Well, what is going on? What is going on, Bills Mafia? Welcome, welcome into Mafia Monday on the Overreaction Buffalo Sports Network. I am the voice of the Overreaction Buffalo Sports Network. My name is Joe Miller, and you can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. Do me a favor, whatever platform you are listening on, please like, please subscribe to this podcast. Leave a review if that is possible. I have three weekly shows for you generally, and yes, the last couple weeks have been difficult between the DeMar Hamlin thing and then Christmas, and then I was traveling. It's been... uh, it's been odd, but my hope and my intention is to remain consistent with some shorts, uh, podcasts, short podcasts, some 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 short content through the winter season, through the off season, leading up to uh, the draft, leading up to free agency, leading up to all the things that are going to occur. But uh, Mafia Monday on Mondays, Wake Up Wednesday on Wednesday, Wednesdays, and then Rapid Fire Friday is my opportunity to interview somebody. Uh, rapidly fire 10 quick questions at them. Uh, unscripted questions, which is a little different than uh, we normally, or should say content creators do when they have guests on. But please do me a favor, like, subscribe. Please don't miss a minute. Thank you so much for listening. So it, it is, uh, as I always say, so good to have you, whether this podcast finds you around a cup of coffee at the gym with your AirPods in, or on the drive to work, let me just say one more time, welcome. Well, here we are. The Buffalo Bills season is over. The fans showed up. The media showed up. The stars were out in force. When you consider the fact that the likes of John Fina, Daryl Talley, the likes of Kyle Brandt and his whole entire family, the likes of Peyton Manning, who brought his son to this game wearing a Josh Allen jersey. Mary Wilson was in, was in attendance. Who knows how many others? DeMar Hamlin showed up for this game. Everybody showed up expecting this was to be the game of the week. Build to be, expected to be, should have been. But unfortunately, everybody showed up but the Buffalo Bills. There's a lot of places you can go with blame. You can blame the coaching. You can blame the players. You can blame emotions. You can blame, you know, attribute some of this to it was a really difficult year for the Buffalo Bills. Going all the way back to the shooting, the tragic, senseless, ridiculous, hateful shooting in Buffalo that the team rallied for. Kim Pagula and her health concerns. Snowstorms. DeMar Hamlin, games being moved, on and on and on. And I'm missing John Murphy having a stroke. There's just, there's a lot that has gone, and I know I'm missing stuff. There's a lot that has gone on this year. You could blame it on that. At some point with an expectation that you got to feel like their emotions are going to go flat and they haven't, they've been, they've persevered pretty well, but it was not to be this past weekend on Sunday was the place to be. Everybody was there. Everybody was hyped. Everybody was pumped. Everybody was ready, except the football team that we all love. 
And I think the difficult thing for me, as much as you know, you can lay blame in many places, I lay it firmly at the feet of coaching. The Buffalo Bills played conservative. They played scared. And they played scared and they played conservative because they were coached scared and they were coached conservative. From situational play calls to the times that they they punted and, the, and when they punted and where they punted from, the game plans that they rolled out both offensively and defensively. You're talking about a team that's generally pretty aggressive, not playing aggressive football either on offense or on defense. There was an idea, it seemed, to stick with some short stuff to keep the ball away from the Bengals to... The word is speed up the game to limit possessions, and possessions were definitely limited. When you consider they had, the Buffalo Bills had somewhere in the mid-teens of possessions last week, and I think against the Dolphins, and I think this week they had eight, nine. So congratulations, you limited possessions for the Bengals. Defensively afraid to have Joe Burrow beat them, afraid to have Joe Mixon beat them, afraid to basically challenge, afraid to do just about anything on defense outside of let Joe Burrow beat them and then let Joe Mixon beat them. Literally what they wanted to do on defense happened to them. They weren't aggressive. They weren't themselves. It seems like this Buffalo Bills team when they play in playoff games against teams that are not evenly matched with them, so teams they know they can beat, they remain aggressive. They remain the team that they were during the season. They remain a team that's going to go full throttle at you, try to impose their will upon you when they know that they have you outmatched. However, in games where they go into the playoffs or a playoff matchup where they feel evenly matched or outmatched, they get incredibly conservative. They get incredibly reserved. They deviate completely from who they are as a football team. It's very reminiscent, if you remember, and are a hockey fan, of the Lindy Ruff Sabres teams. If you have been watching hockey for the last, I don't know, decade or so, you all we all remember Danny Briere and that hockey team that won the President's Cup as the best team in hockey that was scoring six, seven, eight, nine goals on teams basically at will throughout an entire hockey season. 80-plus game schedule scoring goals all the time at will. As soon as they got in the playoffs, became a def defensive, foot or defensive hockey team. Afraid. Afraid that if they let in two goals of what might happen, what the outcome might be. Instead of just remaining true to form, remaining in character, remaining the team that they were, being the team that got them there, they went reserved. They went conservative. We have all we all remember those Lindy Ruff teams. He did it all the time. And I'm beginning to believe that Sean McDermott is coaching the same way in games where he feels either evenly matched, well-matched, or outmatched. Instead of pressing, being aggressive and imposing his will on the Cincinnati Bengals, understanding that they've got talent, understanding that they've got weapons, understanding that they've got a good defense, should be understanding that the Bills are a good defense. 
His team has weapons. His team has Josh Allen. His team has the ability to put up 30-something points a game. But instead, they withered. And who knows, maybe there's you can attribute some of the players' lack of motivation for this game being the game plan that was rolled out for them. That's just conjecture. That is me projecting. I don't have any information. Regardless of any of that, we now will sit through an entire offseason. Being talked about how the once Super Bowl favorite Buffalo Bills, once MVP favorite Josh Allen, were never what anybody made them out to be, were never what they were billed to be. We get to sit through an entire offseason of wondering what is going on, what happened. A roster that quickly went from being the best roster in football, maybe if not the best, then one of the best rosters in football to being completely suspect. The entire roster, except for two players, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. We're going to get into that this offseason. We're going to talk a lot about this roster and the reconstruction that needs to be done because this team, make no mistake, regressed. I don't care what DVOA says. I don't care what stats defensively says, yards per game, scoring per game. I don't care what offensive stats say, yards per game, scoring per, per game. What do your eyes tell you? This team, this is a team that regressed talent-wise, execution-wise, efficiency-wise. This is a team that regressed. We're going to talk about it. Not today, but as this offseason lingers on. But I would not be a man of my word unless I gave you the tweets from last night's game, post-game, from the overreaction post-game show, the last one for the 2022 season here in 2023. So without any further ado, let's jump in right now and see how the Bills Mafia was feeling, how you were feeling immediately after that football game. After this football game, I sent out a tweet from the overreaction buff handle. The Buffalo Bills drop a divisional playoff game yet again. Only this time you have to ask whether they even showed up for it. It was kind of negative. How's this loss? Got you feeling, Bills Mafia. Reading your tweets at 9 o'clock. Autumn at Autumn RE underscore sports. Depressed. They need to mend things with digs and get the O-line and wide receiver help. This sucks. Psycho Fanatic at Psycho Fanatic. Sad day. I don't think they even showed up to play. Still love my bills, but sure don't know what is going on with today's performance. Can't say I disagree. I, I, I don't know that I'm going to have much to comment back. I mean, if I get really intrigued, I might comment back. But for all intents and purposes, I'm just going to read the mafia's feelings. Karen at GOO Sabres Bills. Terrible play calling on both sides of the ball. Time to look really hard in the mirror regarding coaching. What or it was a great great season. I'll take it over the drought years. Hamlin is still with us, so we still won. Hashtag go Bills. Hashtag Bills Mafia. Still hashtag wildest dreams land. Retweet. Richard Rush at Richard R. Rush, whose birthday I believe is today. Happy birthday, Richard. Appreciate you. Love you, dude. You know that. What hurts the most is the lack of fight they put up. It was disgusting to watch. He's got Ralphie putting his head down on the desk. You aren't wrong. The Bills fan in the C at Bills underscore, or no, I'm sorry, big underscore big, uh, dang it, <laughs> at big underscore Bills underscore guy. My bad. Frazier and Dorsey were overmatched. Frazier laying eggs in the playoffs is becoming a thing. It seems like it. 
Patrick John Hizzy at Patrick Hizzy. The Bills are now the Peyton Manning Colts or the Alex Ovechkin Capitals. I was thinking about this today. Those teams got their day in the sun. Here's hoping we can we can get ours too. I was thinking literally today that the Buffalo Bills are becoming the Peyton Manning Colts. That there's other team, there's one other team or other teams out there that they just can't get past. The Dolphins, the Dan Marino Dolphins. They're a really good football team with a really good quarterback. But there's another guy in the same division or another two guys, Jim Kelly, John Elway, that they just can't get past. And if they do get past, they get stumped by Joe Montana. That's a that's a great take. That's a great take. Probably because I agree. John, uh, Josh Allen is God at Enfuego Dugo. Not good. The defense sucked. <laughs> Straight to the point. Chef at the critical chef. Bills were embarrassed today. McDermott's D isn't what he thinks it is. Their ver- version of zone D has me infuriated. D line uh, should have feasted on that off- offensive line and they wilted. The O line is trash. Better draft two guards early. Zero play calling, outclassed, outmatched all game, had no answers for Cincy. He pretty much summed it up right there. This time next year, Rodney at Saxon Dave. <laughs> My guy, Saxon Dave. Started the season Super Bowl favorites. Ended the season with no real wide receiver two, needing serious offensive D-line improvements. Wow, Dave's in my head. Plus doubts uh, over if we can afford to re-sign some important players in key positions. Uh, the one constant getting out coached is still here, though. Darcy, who was in the comments section, at Darcy Khan. They had no answer for Cincinnati on offense or defense. Either the Bengals are better than we thought or the Bills are not as good as we thought. Both, Darcy. Both. That's the second time that it's both. My guy, Payton. Payton plays in the comments section. Shared elsewhere. This was from the 2020, uh, 2020 AFC Championship game, part two. I hope this time the lessons of reinforcing the trenches, especially the interior offensive line, D-head injuries, is heard. Proud of the Bills and what they overcame this year. Yes, Peyton, me too. Sad I won't see them again for a bit. Everyone has bad days, it says. Don't give up, pause, rest, reset, restart, but never quit. Always pick yourself up and keep going. I like it. Bills Media 716 at Bills Media 716. Tired of next year, harsh reality today, but that, but that the team isn't uh, good enough to win. The AFC right now, crucial offseason if we want to keep the Super Bowl window open. I agree. GNuts68 at GNuts68, or it's GNuts. Uh, it almost seemed like they were wearing the wrong cleats. The Bills were slip sliding everywhere, but the Bengals had no problem. But honestly, their head or their heads haven't been in it since the DeMar Hamlin game. I don't know about that, but I hear you. Joe at Joey underscore McNabb. Some of the play calls were making me want to rip my hair out. Why was it the why was it that the only receiver Dorse could scheme open the last few games was Shakir? Milano and Taron Johnson seem to be the only two players who showed up on defense. So frustrating. Go 49ers, I guess. And the 49ers won. I echo all of those statements, Joe. Zach Jennings at Zach the Rioter. Need better coaching. At least with Jim Schwartz, we looked like and played like a top five defense. You're going way back, <laughs> Jim Schwartz. Awful play calling from Frazier. Yet again, the bit in the biggest moments, offense was lackluster at best. Only, or I'm sorry, along with being way too predictable, and the O line. Oh my God, the O line. Dude, the pr- predictability is predictable is probably the best way to surmise that offensive line or that offensive scheme. Just that whole thing. Uh, Jimmy Key at Jimmy Key with four E's. 
mad as hell and i relived and relieved at the same time a burrow and company fired on all cylinders tonight alex dukowitz alex thank you for being a part of the show he just said bad bill's mafia mike 14092 at taserman03 last year hurt more but i felt better about it because there was a promise for the next season this law uh this loss i don't have that promise with the holes we have to fill this offseason worried that's actually a great you know as as much as as gut punching as gut wrenching as a punch in the gut that last season's loss to kansas city the way that we did with 13 seconds the way that the whole thing fell apart it left you with hope that we could be better this were this loss sucks way worse like show up take it down to the wire lose in 13 seconds don't lose in the first two drives 14 nothing game over because that's what it was 27 to 10 14 nothing game was over sorry eric samolski at Samsky NYC. Defense was on their heels and dominated early, but the offense simply no-showed. Dor- Dorsey refused to alter the approach and use quick hit- hitting passes. Diggs was a non-factor, not enough other weapons. The offensive line has been bad all season, and the quick passing would have helped alleviate that. I don't disagree. Jessica Bracco at Psych Historian. We showed up, froze our asses off, and we were embarrassed today. That's it. That's absolutely it. There's a lot of Bengal fans in the in the stands today. There was more opposing team fans in the stands today than I've seen all season. There was a lot of Bengal fans there. Buffalo Bills do 25 at TV versus 607. They've plateaued under McDermott. It's possible, but I doubt it. Deadly Edley at Edley 933. Mentally depleted post Hamlin. Talking about the team or, or him, I'm guessing. Bill S at CRZY Bill. This game was like most of my blind dates before I got married and they never showed up. <laughs> At what point does McBean address the coaching issues? I despise coaches doing interviews in the postseason. We didn't even talk about that. Was there a distraction for Ken Dorsey for doing that interview? And with everything invested in our defense, we stop nothing. Changes are needed. Hashtag go Bills. MRobs at MRobs86. We need one or more stud players. We've been keeping our heads above water with Diggs and Allen. I want to blame the coaching, but when you have a top 10 defense and offense, yeah, this team has regressed. They're not a top 10 offense and defense. I don't care what the stats say. It's we, It feels weird to blame them. We need a game-changing. We need game-changing players on defense. Like, who is our stud defensive lineman? Well, Daquan Jones has been great this year, and he was injured at the worst time possible. And obviously, Vaughn Miller is too. Go Bills at Linsk716. Weirdly calm. I'd rather lose like this than in a close nail biter. That is strange. I'm Mike23 at iMike2333. Man, squirrel. Just sad that I'm used to it. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Sharon Briandy. Sharon, haven't seen you in a while. It's good to have you back at Sharon underscore Briandy. I love the Bills, but I just don't understand why our defense was so bad. This is the second time in a critical game we played tight. Last year, we didn't even throw until the second half. I hope for some changes because we are not great, just good. Thanks, Joe, for making my season. Sharon, I appreciate you. You are welcome. At Kevin Kaiser, at, or I'm sorry, Kevin Kaiser, at Kaiser 71. I think it's really time to consider firing Frazier. This defense, especially the D-line, grossly underperformed with or without Vaughn. 
A few of these players that have been in the system didn't play well when called upon, AJ Epinesa. Time to make a big move. Thank you for being a part of the show. Blondie at Blondie Leone. We need to clean house. McDermott will not take us any further. I disagree, but you are more than entitled and welcome to your opinion. Pamela at Pamadonna. Don't call her Pam. She gets mad. Zero heart, zero passion. The entire game, both sides of the ball. Kept waiting for the second half uh, team to show up. So did I, by the way. Agree with other people. It's not about losing to the Bengals. It's about how we lost. I'm still like, did that really happen? Yes, Pamela, it did. Doesn't feel real, but always, or as always, go Bills. Graham at Bills Mafia at GPPPOS1. They actually, or Trey, they, sorry, they actually looked bad last week versus a third string. Sorry, that is a tag on somebody else's tweet. My bad. Take that out. Tyler Wilson at LeBounty Barber 1. What happened to our defense? Bengals made it look too easy to find the holes. When they weren't finding them, they were just making them. And then dragging guys down the field. Was the whole team just starstruck and couldn't get focused? Bengals knew everything Frazier was going to throw at them. Lastly, is Diggs becoming the cancer they said he was in Minnesota, leaving early? No, that is not true. Buffalo Archives now at Buffalo Archives. Criticizing play calling is the play free bird of sports takes, but there's no denying that the Bills offense lack creativity. I want Josh to be Josh, but he can only do so much if defenses can sniff out what he's doing. It's also possible the Bills simply ran out of gas. It's a great tweet. It's a great tweet. Xavier Stutz at XCS713. Bill season was just cursed. I don't know what, uh, which or God we pissed off, but I can't take this shit anymore. <laughs> Bill's going to win at at Atlassian Joe, I think is what that says. Our D did not make one play today. I'm done with Frazier, with the Frazier defense. The only reason our D is highly rated is because we play the two, the two to three score lead every week. You're not wrong about that. That's actually true. Outcoached and outschemed. If he's back next year, we won't make it to the AFC championship game again. Xavier Stutz comes back with a second one. The Bills were at the game today. <laughs> J at Jman underscore 1912. How long are we supposed to trust the process? It's been six years. You're not wrong. Trent Harrison at Harrison Rising. Edmonds is out of position on the first touchdown. Poyer on the second. Refs missed play clock on the third. It looked like the Bills trainers had them in the wrong shoes. Josh had wrong touch on four or five big passes. All of this is true, what he's saying. I can't say fire Dorsey and Frazier. Bengals were better. Bills didn't bring it on the field. I can't say don't fire him. My man, Brian uh, Bowers at, uh, so it's Brian Anthony at B underscore easy four in all caps, the way that Brian is now communicating. This was by far one of the most pathetic performances I've seen under this regime. O-line was atrocious. The D-line was worse. And more importantly, the coaching was putrid. We are wasting our Super Bowl window. Big changes must be made immediately. Hashtag in lowercase letters, pissed off. <laughs> I would expect that in reverse, lowercase for all that other stuff, <clears throat> and then hashtag big giant pissed off. Love you, B. You know that. Dude should have his own show. Chris, Evil Empire 36, but with threes. My only thought is you have a franchise player in Allen, but you've failed repeatedly to protect him. He's not going to last forever if this keeps up. Time to bring uh or time to spend big money up front and forsake the D-line for a year. Defense didn't stop anyone all year, anyways. It's rough. Also, Allen makes the problems for the uh, for this team for years. If you look at the draft picks, there's a lot of okay players, but lots of misses, especially on the lines. Need better help from Bean. It's true. Mike at M Rob 
Mroby3, sorry. Bye-bye, Sean. Sean's not going anywhere, Mike. Gary at Gary Luanno or Luankow. My bad. I apologize. That McDermott has taken this team. That McDermott has taken this team as far as he can. <laughs> There's a lot of people hating on Sean McDermott right now. That dude ain't going anywhere. Donald Parrish at Donald Parrish GA. I'd rather get my ass kicked straight up than lose Greek tragedy style like last year in Kansas City. It's funny. That's the second take like this. With this team hitting a ceiling, it's fair to wonder if Bean and McDermott might be a little too precious about, quote unquote, their guys. Oh, there's football politics going on. 100%. The best players don't play. There's football politics going on. FDT ter- or FD Territory at FD Territory. Sean Payton, please pick up the white courtesy phone. Sean Payton, please pick up the white courtesy phone. I added an extra one in there for just effect. Q's Mandan at Breaking Orange 44. Two weeks in a row, they let the backup O-line dominate. Straight trash. Straight trash. DM at DM 948-01275. AFC North football is more physical since he has a more physical team. Today that showed through. Storyline. Bills without Vaughn Miller. Too big of a too big a factor. Bills without Vaughn Miller is too big of a factor in the playoffs. So I think without Vaughn, it's a factor. Dorsey needs a hard look. Hard look. Jamie Brilliard at jbrew 38 I've only got a couple more for you. We did it. We did it, guys. We're getting through it. All those draft picks on defensive line, and they got whipped by a bunch of rookie backups. Embarrassing linemen play on both sides of the ball. JA-17 again throwing balls 40 yards downfield on third and two. I think it happened once. That's an overstatement. Need more creativity on both sides. Need to draft better. I like that because I agree, even though he was not recklessly chucking the football down the field in this game. Absolutely pathetic. Oh, the next one. Sorry. Uh, me bang drum. My favorite guy at bass drum rule. <laughs> it's my favorite, my favorite name combo. Absolutely pathetic. We got schooled by the Bengals. They controlled us. We didn't lose this one by beating ourselves. We were flat out beat by the Bengals. Ugly way to end the season. It's true. Sean Seifert at Seifert six. Sean who nation came in there with burrow ran the bills and their fans straight out of their own stadium before celebrating all over it. Apparently, he's a Bengal fan. Good for you. Buffalo Nets, Buffalo Nats fan at John Phillips 7. 100% pissed off, outcoached, manhandled on both sides of the ball. Frustrating defense, D-line, and secondary horrid. Maybe we need to stop deferring the ball and let Josh set the tone. I like that. Burrow took it right down and scored. Ran about coin toss is probably irrelevant. 100% agree. Keo 138 at Keo 138. Got their asses whooped. But better here than in the Super Bowl. I like that take. Let's see. Was there any extras that I missed? Uh, nope. I think that's it. Those are your tweets. And that took forever. And still, you guys are hanging with me. Maybe we'll extend the show a little bit. And those were your tweets post Buffalo Bills losing to the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, yeah. So do me a favor. Uh, like I said, please stick around for uh, Wake Up Wednesday. Please stick around for Rapid Fire Friday. Again, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, looking to have an episode, some content for you, shorter content. This one was a little bit long just because of the length of the tweet reading that I had to go through. But uh, appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Once again, you have been tuned into Mafia Monday on the Overreaction Sports Network. My name is Joe Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. Appreciate you guys. Love you. Talk to you soon. Probably Wednesday. Go Bills.
It's Mafia Monday. Mafia Monday. Let's go. <laughs> 